Hello, I know I'm crazy. This is Naja Hall, your hostess with the mostest. So this week we have um, a video and audio episode. So if you want to watch me and my next amazing guest, then please go to Facebook, Instagram, go to NajaHall.com, any of my 15 trillion websites. Um, this episode is posted. There is a video. I'm wearing a red sweater. That is how you will know that you are listening to the right thing. So if you want to just listen to the audio, then you know how we do it over here. So today I am sitting here looking at, you are looking at Keisha Batsuli. Keisha is the founder of Blended on the Rock and the facilitator of Blended Mom Meetup. Keisha is dedicated to bring unity in blended families and provide a community for bio and bonus moms to flourish. She's the facilitator of the Blended Mom Meetup, which is a free virtual monthly meetup that gives bio and bonus moms a place to communicate, share their feelings, and connect with other moms. Keisha! Hi! Hi, welcome, 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 welcome to I Know I'm Crazy with Naja Hall. You oh, know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start. There's a tradition that when I first started this podcast, I would ask every guest why they know they're crazy. And I have probably not done that in the last 25 episodes. So I'm going to bring it back with you. Surprise. Yeah. <laughs> surprise, surprise. So Keisha, why do you know that you are crazy just like the rest of us? Mm, that's a good one. Where do I start? I know I'm crazy because when I face issues that I know is my fault, I try to not make it my fault. Okay. And so, then, you project. so I put yes, I project. I'm working on it, so I don't be so crazy. But in the beginning, I gotta project it, and then I go back and receive it, and then I can process it. Okay. So okay. yeah. So you mentioned your your meetup and I actually got to be a guest, you guys. And I had such an amazing time with the group of women that she brings together. I think um, the quality of the type of group really lies in their facilitator. And Keisha is really good about asking questions and being a very bright light, sometimes in some dim um, subject matter. And I also follow her on Instagram and I see the stuff that she posts and she and I have spoken a couple of, well, plenty of times before at this point, I've been following her since she started her community. And so Keisha, I really admire what you were doing and you are crazy because you, you're trying to bring bonus moms and bio moms (laughs) together in the same room, girl, like what you may as well be a referee. Like what what's the motivation i need to know your motivation the motivation is there is a narrative out about stepmoms and there's also a narrative out about exes so like you know like if your ex if your spouse spouse and his ex so not you your spouse and their ex are cool or are connected are doing good co-parenting there's something underlying going on they're messing with each other they're involved they still love each other all these narratives that come about Um, she's jealous. She doesn't like me. Now this stuff is true. Some of it is true, but my goal is to bring unity to that. A lot of times we don't understand how to operate because we don't understand perspective. Like I don't understand the perspective of a bio mom that's dating someone who has a new woman. I don't know what she was like before me. And I don't know why now that I'm here, I know, but I really want to know. You say you're good, but you're not showing me you're good. So we need to try to understand for the bio moms that are not bold and speak up and speak out if I can get some bio moms in it now I rarely ever have women from the same family 
biomoms from other places, stepmoms from other places. They share perspective and we both walk away understanding. Okay, I see how she can feel like that. Okay, well, now the biomom understands how the stepmom feels. So I just wanted to bring some clarity to that so we can have more compassion as we walk in unity. Talk to some of the breakthrough moments because I'm pretty sure you've had some and seen and witnessed some breakthrough moments from women who probably came in your space, maybe not to cause trouble, but with their mind stuck on, hey, this is going to be the way it is. I know I'm right. And boom. Have you ever like seen the breakthroughs happen right before your very eyes? Yes, ma'am. Especially with the bio moms. Bio moms have a territorial thing that says she's coming in the picture trying to be who I am. She is not who I am. I'm the mom. They only have one mom. They don't need another Girl, we mom. we don't want y'all's kids. We don't even want our own half the time. We don't want your children. We right. don't want your life. Like, it, it is, like, we, I swear. And if you think somebody yeah. does, you are twisted. Go on. I'm sorry, Keisha. No, Go you're not. So, so the moment was, and it was a bio mom and a stepmom. The stepmom was having issues with the bio mom feeling like she had to always show up. She had to always be present. She's trying to take my spot just because she's with him now. She thinks she's this. She thinks she's that. The bio mom had to let it be known. Yes, that is my child. And I do not do well with my child liking other people. Um, so, so not a problem, Sunday, long term. Oh right. God. So my, so the stepmom was like, that's not fair. Because when your child leaves your presence and they're with their dad, you should be happy that there's somebody that's willing to care for your child like you would. So in that moment, it was once you decided to break up, you had to be okay with another family starting. So it was a conversation about releasing that just kind of the light bulb went off on that bio mom side and the blended mom side, I would say the um, bonus mom, just because it's more so you can be more under, you can be more understanding or have more compassion position. Cause she's showing you, I don't know how to share. I don't know how to let go. And I think it's, I admire the fact that she admitted that. Cause that's, you know, a lot of people's egos just would not even let them Mm -hmm. let that happen. Yep. Cause she shared an example that, um, she heard her son tell um, on the phone. She heard her son tell his bonus mom that he left her, and she what? was like, "She was like, wait a minute." She said it hit her, but what's so cool about her is that she wanted her ex to be with somebody, you know, that can, you know, have somebody. But then when it happens, that's the hard part. And I think a lot of moms are like that. I don't want him, you know, I want him to be happy. But then when he's happy and he look like he's glowing and growing, it's like, oh, wait a minute. So what about if they themselves are simultaneously glowing and growing? Do you think it's easier when a mom is, you know, is in like an upwardly mobile when she sees her co-parent also progressing? I think for some, but I think there are some moms that could be doing well and still don't want their ex to do well. I, I think is it because then it becomes a competition. Your life and my life. What are you doing over there with yours? And what am I doing over here? I, there are some moms like that. I know some moms like that. Like he all right, like the, the shade, the low key shade when he's what really doing what? Why, what's, what's the science behind that? Like, why would you, I'm cool. I just bought a new house. I just bought a new mm-hmm. Bentley. Um, I got a, a new man who's six foot five. He works for WrestleMania <laughs> um, and he's the president and, and he won uh, the Olympics, all of the Olympics. All the good stuff. And and then you see your child's father, who's with a great woman. Mm-hmm. You know, she's mm-hmm. moderately attractive, makes him happy. But you're just like, oh, like, what's the mindset behind 
Do you, do you want to? This is what. See, I'm a bonus mom, so I don't know. But what I do think, and it's what's just from your group, like what you heard, like what, what I think. It? I personally think, without people saying it, when you've dated somebody and you've experienced the old them, but now you get to watch the new them develop. Mm. Bro, I think it rubs a little different. I think it hits differently. So that guy that you dated, I've heard somebody say this. You can date the same person, but not date the same person. Mm. We dated the same person, but I got a different person than what you I had. got a totally different version. I got Nike wearing one and you got um, Valentino wearing right. one. Right. But I wanted Valentino, but that's not where this person was. At was the at the time. Right. So, and when you have kids, kids allow you to watch your spouses and your exes grow and develop. So I think you, you're attached to this new life that you might have once wanted. And it's like, oh, he doing good, good. He not just doing good. She cute. He doing this. He doing she that. Right. She yeah. right. She's, <laughs> she's, she's ugly. You know, okay. I think there's yeah, very I think few, that's it. I think there's very few stepmoms and biological mothers that can admit that. Like, oh my God, she's beautiful. I rarely hear that. I think it's cool when like a woman can give the other woman props. Yes. Like, wow, yes. She's, she's really gorgeous. Like, wow. Mm-hmm. I've heard maybe one ever say that. One in all my years of being in this job okay is that a woman thing you think is that a woman thing i think it might be no i think it's a human thing because i've also heard men doing it men will be like that dude he got a beer belly he my son don't like him he he can't even throw a football so i think you know parents are very territorial territorial yes dr shivali is quoted as saying parenthood is like one of the most egotistical roles that you can have and parents were pissed off when she said that they were just like egotistical i cook for my child and i raise my child and i take them to the doctor at night and i wipe their boo-boo she was like see i i i i i and she was like but yeah you still don't own this individual like and and it's like oh wow you know it's kind of like a wake-up call and so i i think i see parents doing that for sure because step parents need to understand step parents we don't want y'all's kids you know we got our own like we don't we don't want them we don't, we, we don't want them. And like, I feel like you should want your child to be with somebody who even can take care of them. Like, I don't, I don't, cause if I was doing your child wrong, it'd be a major issue. You'd oh be ready God. to come fight me. The end of it. You would be ready to get, come fight me. You'd be ready to get beat up. Beat up. I knew you was going to say that. You know, Keisha, you get, you come up, you jump up to get beat down. Okay. You ain't fight. Ain't no fight. I got a I got an eight gallon drum of whoop ass and I'm ready to pour it. I'm just playing, <laughs> ready to pour it all over you. Now I heard it's that on mine and it just made me laugh so much. So it's ready, right? So it's like you want you demand that your child is treated well, but mm-hmm. you don't want them to get close. And I guess what I still I'm not I'm not understanding the the makeup behind that, like how the cogs are cogs are spinning behind that. I think what, I, what I've learned in, in hearing bio moms talk as well, a fear of taking my place, like a fear of like, your child is never going to forget you, but to have somebody compatible with you in that place is major or it looks like a threat. Like, especially don't be the bonus mom that pays a little bit more attention to detail than the bio mom. Then they feel bad. You might check in about a grade or something with school when they're not even thinking about it. Or you might notice that they need new underwear, but they didn't even think about it. Or you might notice that, okay, it might be time for them to 
go get a checkup. But they didn't think about it. So now it's like, who does she think she is? She need to get somewhere and sit down. So it's like, instead of embracing me as a part of your child's village, and now you actually have help because, you know, if I, you know, my kids, if they had a stepmom, girl, come get them. Call y'all stepmom, ask for help, have her to help you with homework. You know, it's like you have this extra, but that, that I think you have to be super secure within yourself. Because with right. everything that you mentioned, you're like, oh, this woman is doing a little bit much. She needs to stay in her lane. Mm-hmm. It's like she's kind of shining a light on some of the holes in your own, how you perceive yourself as a parent, right? Yes. Yes. And it's time. And I feel like we need to get to a place where we can say thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank, thank you for doing that. Or if you're not even going to thank me, thank my spouse. Thank you for picking somebody that's worth having. Say thank you. Appreciate them. That's asking for a lot. So I've never personally gotten a thank you, but I've got an acknowledgement. Like I can tell by what you say that you know that I mean well, right? So it's not just, oh my God, thank you for all that you do. But it's more like, a, I, I love the way you care for him. Or I love the way you do what you do for him, which I like that. But in some instances when people feel threatened, they don't do that anymore. They say you're doing too much. Like you said, oh, she ain't got to do all that. I'm his mama. She's straight. Like that type of thing. Does your partner share kids with a loony? Are your stepkids driving you up a wall? Is your partner failing miserably at setting boundaries? Well, VIP Stepmom is where you need to be. We're an exclusive private community just for stepmoms, and we'd love for you to join our tribe. Each month, our members enjoy private conversations, podcasts, expert workshops, a subscription to Stepmom Magazine, and monthly live Zoom meetings. If you're ready to join a diverse community that is committed to making sure you live your best life, visit VIP Stepmom today. We'll save a seat for you. VIP, VIP, Stepmoms, that's you and me. It takes a big woman to show grace and acceptance to a new woman in her child's life. It it takes a very healed parent, I will say, to show grace and acceptance. Because I think, you know, when you see your kid get a new step parent, whether you are mom or dad or bonus parent, you know, automatically you're going to feel a little like, wow, somebody's impeding on my territory. Like you said earlier, this is my zone. And, you know, but what do you suggest for like, any suggestions for the biological parents that have this new person in their kid's life? Um, I, I encourage you to go back, check yourself, check your heart, check your heart and check your level of insecurity. If you have if you are separated from your ex and you know in your heart that that is not who you want, you are you have moved on. You are fine with him moving on. Really think about your value to your child. And once you know your true value, nobody else can shake that. So he can have four more good girlfriends or four more good baby um, step parents, whatever, you know, your weight and your value. I think people only get shaken up when they're not confident in their value with their kid. I, I, I mean, I can't think of, if you know that you are the bomb mom, you take care of yours. Just think about this person as being an add-on. A add-on. Bonus. A straight up bonus. A straight up bonus. An add-on. Not somebody trying to come in and wreak havoc. Not somebody trying to come in and change the way. Welcome that person in and say, you know what? I think you're a good fit for my child. And I really appreciate you being around. If you have any issues with me, call with him, call me. That's, That's the kind of parent you want to talk to. That's like 
that's ideal. I think, you know, for a lot of us step parents, yeah. I, if that had been my experience, I would have never started. <laughs> well, you know what? Or, you're right. I would have right. had it been like peaches and cream and accepted with love, and my good gestures were, um, you know, welcomed. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't have started any of this. But you know, right. yeah. Last yeah. we are here together, yes. all of us, and, and we need it. So I thank you for starting what you started. Yes, yeah, that, so, that is so true. And what advice do you have for the bonus moms? Um, I say like, seriously, and I know this is so cliche to be unbothered and it's so cliche to say, just be unbothered because it's easier said than done, but you have to be secure in your place, in your position. I think security reigns like security is the most powerful. If you're not secure, dig deep and figure out why you're not. You have to go see somebody, go talk with somebody because the more insecure that you are, the harder this journey is going to be. You have to be able to ignore certain things and check your spouse on certain things. You have to be able to, you have to be able to navigate in a way that I'm not giving you all my power to drain me. I will address you, but I need to keep it moving. So, because we can't control people, right? There, there are situations that I've encountered like, did she really? But why stay there? Yeah, she really. And she might really again, right? So what are you going to do then? So I push security and I push dig deep in self-reflection because we are, are in control of us. So I believe in going to talk to a coach. I believe in trying to figure out, well, hold up. I'm in control of my life. Like, so what's going on here that I need to take back? That's my advice for stepmamas. And keep doing you. Don't treat that. Ch- Listen, do not act funny with that child because they, they, they mama acting funny. Please, 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 please. Woo. That happens a lot because you feel resentment. So you start to resent the child because of how their parents are. And just try not to do that. Even if that child has been manipulated, try not to, because that is a child. Wait, hold up. There's an age requirement on that. Over the age of maybe 14 then you got to start having your own conversations with the child. But under that, like eight, nine, when they're kind of struggling between both sides, choosing, Naja, you said it good on our last, um, the last podcast we had where I interviewed you, you talked about survival. Like at one house, they're this way. At the next house, they're that way. Like, please have compassion for these kids because they are being- Compassion, yes. They're thrown, they're thrown all around. So yeah, security- compassion and self-reflect don't let don't them let. take you so what type of conversations because I, I like that you you brought that up because you know we hear oh my god the kids are being torn especially if they're alienated or they have a parent that is telling them you don't need it yeah go and just visit your mom go visit your dad but don't really fool with you mm-hmm. know they know that their mother doesn't like you um but you mentioned like a that we have age appropriate conversations so what type of what type of conversations should you broach if you know that your stepchild, they're very aware their mother doesn't like you, um, but you're in their life now. So how should you go about doing that? So I'm more, so I'm always probably going to give you the most positive answer because I'm a very, I try to be a very positive person. There are a few things with that. I feel like one, if you notice that a child is being affected, I think the first avenue I always take is my spouse avenue. I talk to my spouse first because that's his bio parent. And I let my spouse try to handle that. I haven't really experienced hatred talk, but 
things are different and we have to address that a lot. What you do over there, you can't do over here. Not to say that your mom is wrong for doing what she does, but this is what it is over here. So what we do is instill our values and our reasons for our values. And as he gets older, he'll figure out what's best for him. So when it comes to conversations, it's like, hey, we do this, we're doing this and we're doing this over here because we want to do da 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 da. We don't talk about the other side. We don't address the other side. We converse about what's going on on our side. And so why don't you talk about the other side? Because some people I, do. Some people are like, I know that's okay to do at your mom or dad's house. You don't do that. What does that do? I don't do that because then it puts in the child's mind that there's a good side and a bad side. There's a right side and a wrong side. And we do not want to do that because then you are talking about the parent to the child, which then can allow the kid to start thinking differently about their parent. And we don't want that. Whatever or you, thoughts, you know, or, if- yeah, or yeah, that is she's always talking about my, mommy or daddy. They don't do what they're supposed to do. You are right. And you don't want the child to create thoughts based upon what you're saying to them. Let them create their own thoughts. They're going to get up. They're going to get older. They're going to figure it out. So just stay the course on your side in your lane and why you do what you do yes so i hear a lot of stepmothers complain especially and i'm sorry to leave out stepdads we're going to talk about you here you know probably gonna spend like three minutes talking about you guys i'm just (laughs) i'm just kidding i'm just kidding but i hear a lot of step parents complaining that oh my god when my stepkid comes to my home they'll say um things like my stepkid always brings up their my mommy does this or my mommy cooks it or they'll say my stepdad he can fix cars or he can fix this and it'll get on the parents nerves. yeah mm-hmm. it'll get on their nerves and vice versa you know how should for a, a step parent handle when the, their stepchild continuously brings up mommy or daddy and you are irked by it because you cannot stand mommy or daddy you mm-hmm. just let them do it all the time or do you say hey can you chill with that like who do you well- I just think the chill with that just sounds kind of rude and that it can discourage being able to talk. Think about it. That child should be able to say whatever they feel like saying. I have no issues with you talking about your mama. I might ask you some more questions. Like, Oh, really? Oh, that's, Oh, that is nice. And you like that just because especially in your building stages, you want that child to have a level of comfortability. So it does not for me, I won't tell you to chill. We'll be talking about it. Now, if it irks me, I think I have to eat that as an adult to a certain extent because, again, depending on the age of the child. If I know it's not malicious, I know it's not no ill intent, I know that they're just, because kids talk a lot, they're just coming, talking about what goes on on the other house, and you don't know if that house, they talk about your house, whatever it is, I just embrace it. I do. I embrace it. Why are you going to be bothered? That's where that child lives. Back to security. Give me a reason why somebody would be bothered. Like, what do you think the reasons are? Because I never understood why would you be bothered? You know, I see a lot of people being bothered if they have a a bad relationship with that person. Because you don't want to really hear about the daily goings on of a person who you can't stand, who makes your life harder. And so, the you know, it's already difficult knowing, all right, their kid is in my home. I feel like this is a little surveillance camera walking around. Um like you said, but you have to eat it as adults. And I, I'm, I wholeheartedly agree with you. Sometimes you gotta be like, oh, really? Your mommy did look great. I like that. You know, like you have to, to do that <laughs> because they should be able to freely express themselves. But you mentioned something and I, I, this is an important question for you because you work with children. Mm-hmm. You have a lot of experience with children and you mentioned if you know the kid is not being malicious. At what point... Like, how do you know if a kid is being 
malicious because uh, that's hard because it's like they're so young their brains are still forming they're still growing but right. i know you and i both know kids are very um they're very capable of mal- manipulative behaviors mm-hmm. but malicious though like how do you know when it's being like it's a malicious if your child if your stepchild is that's how i know you have to watch the child in other scenarios if the child is very hesitant or more so afraid to choose or to talk or to side, and then they finally say something, you know that that's not a malicious child. But if you have caught your child going back lying, telling stories, making things up, I think sometimes that might be some room for some more digging to kind of figure out like, are they trying to stir something up or are they really just talking? So I think it's about personality and knowing your child. And then what do you do if they are malicious? If you, if you come to realize Wow, this kid is just, um, you know, they've taken on, taken on mannerisms and personality patterns that not really are dangerous yet, but they have the propensity to be one day. Mm-hmm. I mean, what, what are you supposed to do? I mean, you could talk to your spouse or your, your partner, but beyond that. I, beyond that, um, if you, if, well, I guess it depends on the rights and the authorities you have in your house. If you can speak on that, then I would address it in a way that is, kid friendly kid friendly means you're going to understand me on the level that i'm talking to you and we're going to try to get to a place where we learn what to do and what not to do so i guess that looks different depending on what we're talking about so maybe if you give me an example i can give you one so let me think um let's say that you just had a new baby mm-hmm. and it's COVID right now. It's COVID season. So we know everybody needs to be careful. You bring your new baby home from the hospital. You tell your bonus kids, hey, wash your hands before you touch the baby. Please wear your mask before you touch the baby. Let me feed the baby. And then you catch one of your stepkids maybe not washing their hands. They intentionally take off their mask. They And they're old enough to know better. Like, oh, yeah. A straight addressing. I need you to go over there and sit down and put your mask back on or go wash your hands and do not come back near me until you've done that. Like, I think you have to address them like like how you would address your own child. And if you don't have the right to do that, then you need to call back up or get whatever support you need to handle it. So here's the hard part. Let's throw this in. Uh-huh. You've done that. The kid goes and do, you know, they go and wash your hands, put their mask on and you leave the room for a moment and you come back. The mask is back off and they're breathing in the baby's face. And then you go and tell your partner uh-huh. and your partner is like full of dad guilt or parent guilt. And I want to say not, nothing. Right. Yeah. You know, th- then it's like escalated. Then you're like, do you, do you say, let me just stay away from, keep the baby away from this kid? Like, what do you do? And these, these, I, I, I love these what if scenarios. Well, I think, I think keeping the baby away sometimes is not bad I will go back to saying something. I think I, if I leave out the room and come back, I'm going to address exactly what I told you not to do. And then I'm going to let my spouse know I addressed it. And he, and if he decides it's not a big deal, I don't want to say nothing. Then I'm going to say, well, you can't touch or come near the baby because you're not doing what I asked you to do. And like you said, you because I don't, I know some step parents have the right to like hit or touch, but I don't hit or, you know, touch. Yeah, not even. Yeah. I mean, I think with parenting, like at the forefront now, a lot of us are learning that just because we were spanked doesn't mean we have to spank our kids. You know, there's literally other ways to teach them to use their words instead of physically traumatizing them because that's traumatizing. Yes, it is. So then 
my what I've always said that there's four types, uh, four main stepmom issues, right? Uh-huh. Like hardships. There's the high conflict biological mother, which I talk a lot about on my page. Mm-hmm. There is the stepkids that are caught in these loyalty binds. You know that gives us some trouble. Ooh, one of the worst ones is you yourself, your own mind. And by far, in my own opinion, the, one of the most problematic is a partner that cannot set boundaries. Like that, I, I can help a woman deal with a high conflict mother, I, uh, stepkid caught in loyalty binds, her own mind, but I cannot, I don't know how to, I still have not figured that out. And I tell my clients, I don't know how to teach you how to deal with a partner that can't set boundaries. That's like me, you asking me, hey, Naja, teach me how to accept abuse. Like, I don't know how to do that. Do you have, you got anything? Cause I don't have anything. You got anything? Um, the only thing I can say is when it comes to your spouse, not being able to set boundaries, you need to dig a little deeper. You need, you need, you need to figure out what that is about. And women, we have a great way of asking questions. We have a great, a great way of finessing conversation and we have a great way of digging deep. So I would recommend that you say, Hey, I noticed that like, we talked about this. But you turned around and did that. Can you tell me why? As long as I'm not aggressive yelling or trying to start an argument, I can get a good answer. Okay. But you have to be open to hearing that answer. Once you understand the why, I think you can understand what's the issue with the boundary. Knowing the why can kind of help you start to set boundaries. Because you might notice something that your spouse does not notice or your mate who you with might not notice. So yeah, I think... Understand the why. Understand the why. Right. And then once you understand that why, you can kind of start to maybe come up with solutions. Yes. And you can come up with solutions. You don't do it by yourself. You do it with them. Okay. Well, if your why is you've never spent time with, you don't spend a lot of time with your child. So when they come, you let them do what they want. Um, We need to figure out when you're spending time with them, how do we get value in that time? So they still follow rules and regulations of our household you're not just letting them run free because when we have our own kids we're not gonna let them just run free so how do we come to an understanding of the dad guilt not getting in the way of how we operate as a household so you gotta like kind of pull on it and let them think about it they might not have an answer for you right away they might not that's something that you'll grow with over time okay i like that (laughs) yes 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 so you know i always tell i told you like she and i were talking um before we started recording Mm-hmm. And I was like, girl, Keisha, I'm only going to hold you like 30 minutes, but we've gone over, we have gone over. So, but, but, but so in, but she has an amazing monthly meetup. If you want to continue more of these conversations with Keisha, I'm pretty sure the one, the talk that she and I did is, is still available somewhere. Still available. Mm-hmm. Right. And so I really want, and please, please, please go and follow her. Keisha, tell them everywhere they can find you, follow you so they can like share, support, and subscribe. Awesome. You can follow me on IG, Blended on the Rock. That's what it is. IG oh, wait, Keisha, I never asked you why you named your platform Blended on the Rock. Oh, listen, because, well, I am a um, firm believer in my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Okay. I love him to pieces. And that rock, that foundation of having him spiritually has helped me through my journey. And oh, being girl, I'm sorry for cussing. So, no, you're fine. <laughs> you're fine. So 
that blended situation needs to be found on a strong foundation. And what foundation stronger than God? He is the rock. So we are blended on this rock. Do we act up? Absolutely. That's why we're on the rock. There's (laughs) forgiveness there. Do we say things we don't need to say, including myself? Absolutely. That's why we're blended on the rock. So we, so, and I think that's where my positivity comes from because you have a choice of what you want this to look like based upon how you respond to what people do. So that's where blended on the rock came from, but you can follow me, IG, Blended on the Rock. Blended on the Rock dot com is my page where you can catch all the replays. Sign up for the monthly meetups. The monthly meetup is every second Monday. Every second Monday of the month, we do not miss a beat. Right now, we are we started reading a book in January, so we're going to meet up in February. You don't have to have the book; you can still come. It's Unspoken by Michelle S. Thomas. It's a book about blended families, the real truth. We learn about, it's not a self-help book. It's like a perspective book. So we get scenarios and there's two sides to it. And we get to talk about it. We get to dig in and we get to grow from it. So yes, join us, join us, join us. That is where you can find me. Yes, Blended on the Rock. Follow her, like she said, on IG, um, Facebook, Twitter, everywhere. Blended on the Rock. And please visit Keisha on at, at or on blendedontherock.com. Thank you so much, Keisha Batsuli, for joining us here at I Know I'm Crazy. You fit in just with the rest of us. Keisha is one of us now, guys. Like, she is one of us. I made it. (laughs) Yes. Yes. If you just want to go back and watch this, then please go check out my YouTube. This is also going to be on IGTV and our Facebook pages. Also, if you're listening... Find us on your favorite streaming platforms because I know I'm crazy with Naja Hall podcast is officially a top 10 and we are everywhere. I'll see you Tuesday after next new episodes every other Tuesday. I know I'm crazy with Naja Hall signing out. I know I'm crazy. I know I'm crazy. I know I'm crazy. I know I'm crazy. Naja Hall.